What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Next Level Thinking 25. Um, back again, Clay Woods talking to you about, you know, thinking about success and stuff like that and trying to just, you know, make some, achieve some of your goals and make things better in your life. Uh, this, this episode is dedicated to everybody. Again, uh, I'm looking to get some feedback from everybody. Again, if you're watching on Facebook Live, please check in and uh, click that link on there. Um, we're having some issues with Facebook Live right now. If you can't see me on Facebook Live, but we're, we're just let, let everybody know if they, we're having some issues. Um, some people can see it, some people can't, but if you can, post it up there and then um, just click on the link and then you'll be directed to um, directed to the actual podcast. That way at the podcast, you can actually join in, you can comment, I can, you know, we can chat back and forth. Hey, I'm looking to chop it up with a few people, see how y'all doing out there and see what, you know, get some success stories, get some, some, you know, help talk to some people about some of the, some of the adversities they've come in, some of the challenges they faced, uh, trying to get to reach some of their goals and trying to take their lives to the next level. So what I want to start off with is basically just starting off with letting everyone know that, um, you know, talking about some of what next level thinking is once again, uh, next level thinking is again, let's start off with the first and foremost is, is, is thinking outside the box, looking to, you know, get, get yourself to the point where you can, where you can achieve some of your goals, look, get yourself to the point where you can actually be in a position to achieve some of your goals, I guess I should say more so than just achieve your goals. That kind of makes little or no sense, but, but if you can position yourself to, to, to start to just to get along the lines of, of, of approaching and, and reaching your goals, then let me tell you something. The world is in the palm of your hand. And the one thing, the first thing, first and foremost, you got to be able to think outside the box. Now, thinking outside the box, you know, just means just bringing that to mind, just simply states that, you know, and you hear everybody saying, think outside the box, think outside the box. But what does it mean? You know, and it simply means that don't follow the status quo. Don't follow the norm. Be, don't be afraid to step outside of your, your normal way of thinking and trying to, you know, trying something new, trying something different. You know, if, if everybody's sending out a resume to the same place and, you know, you think, oh, I should send out my resume to this place. Well, guess what? If everybody's sending it, they're getting bombarded. You know what? Find a different way. Find a path around that. Find, you know, find, find out who the key decision maker is. Send the resume to the key decision maker. Some people like that to step well, like the way that is when like when that happens, when you step outside the box and you go around, you know, the gatekeeper or what have you, and you you jump in and you jump right to the person that's making the decisions on the position. They're like, well, that person had some innovation. They had they thought outside the box, they found a way to get around the norm, the gatekeepers and stuff like that. So I want to talk to this person, see what else they got up their sleeve. It might open a few doors for you. Now <clears throat> With that out of the box thinking, I want to touch on something that um, my brother Abdul uh, Rahman and Ben Muhammad, uh, Dream Chaser Infinity, Infinity, just uh, focused on last week. We talked about people just knowing how to dream and how to set big, audacious, audacious goals, and how to, you know, not be afraid to set those big goals or to dream. How do you even dream? How do you dream? What do you dream about? What you know? And, you know, he made a, he had a, he made a workbook and a comic book and, you know, he made some steps and, he, you know, he got a program set up for such that thing. 
that's that type of thing because people really don't understand how to dream anymore. Like he, like he said, like, and I'm gonna just readdress some of that. I'm gonna repeat some of the stuff he was saying. How about people are dreaming about just getting a job? Okay, I get that. That might be for some people, but what's wrong with having a big, audacious, bold dream? I want a big house. I want a big car. I want to be comfortable. I want to be able to travel. I want to be able to do these things. I want to, you know, make sure my family is set for life. I want to make sure that, you know, I can go shopping and don't have to worry about the price tag. I don't have to worry about a budget. You know, how can you put yourself in a position to be in that situation? How do you even push to get to that position? And that's thinking outside the box. You got to think outside the box to do those things. So if your dream, and I'm going to say this, and I, and, and, and I might be off base, but this is where, you know, the chat line comes in. Um, if you can, if your dream forces, forces you, almost forces you to have to think outside the box, and you know you're really dreaming that big. You know you're pretty, really dreaming big enough. So with that being said, you know, don't be afraid to dream big. Don't be afraid to to, to step outside your comfort zone. What is, how do they say it? it uh, get, get comfortable being uncomfortable. If you can be outside your comfort zone and you're constantly outside your comfort zone, y'all was just a little nervous, like, yeah, I might fail, I might screw this up. This might not work for me. Guess what? If you do those things, if those things come to, come to, come to part, then guess what? You probably are in the right neighborhood. You're not just sitting back resting, you know, and letting everything you know, pass you by. I was always taught, and, and I well, I wasn't always taught, but I was I was was taught for a long time. Get your get your get your six get your P's in order, your six P's in order. Proper planning prevents piss poor performance. With that being said, I was also taught if you're the smartest thing in the room, you're in the wrong room. You want to be somewhere that's challenging you. That's what next level thinking is all about. It's about challenging you. It's about pushing you. It's about forcing you to get outside that comfort zone and make things happen because that's where everything happens. That's where everything happens, is outside that comfort zone. I am not afraid to be outside my comfort zone. I do it on, on a regular basis. Now, I'm not too far outside the comfort zone, but I'm just far enough to think, ooh, I might get in trouble for this one. You know, or, you know, hey, if this doesn't work, I could be screwed up, you know? Um, but you gotta be able to say, Hey, you know, this might be this, 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 this is where I need to be. I don't, I'm, I'm not comfortable here. I, I need to be somewhere, you know, I need to be in this realm where I can say, Oh, shoot. My next move might cost me a little bit. My next move might put me in a bad situation, but if I push and do everything I'm supposed to do, it can put me in a great situation, an absolutely wonderful situation. You know, I mean. I've been going through some health health issues lately, and my whole thing is, I'm more angry about it than anything. You know, I'm, I'm more angry about just the situation I'm in. You know, I mean, going from a top tier athlete to whew, it's a struggle with a walk. <laughs> you know, it, it put this taxing. You know, and I can't blame anybody but myself because I should have stayed in better shape. But at the end of the day. At the end of the day, when you when, when I when I get out there, I know I got to step outside the box now and get myself back into where I want to be. I have things I want to achieve. I got two daughters I got to see. Grad, they're like, well, they graduated from college. I got to see them get married. 
you know, and, and just a lot of stuff I want to do. There's so many things that I want to do. So I'm trying to, one, put myself in this situation financially, which I'm doing on a daily basis. I'm pushing on a daily basis to do that. Um, and to be physically physically there, you know, I mean, I've always been a bigger guy, uh, you know, more of a presence, have had more of a presence when I walked into a room. And guess what? I want to continue to be that way. I don't want to go that way. Like, you know, you see a lot of big guys as they get older, they get really feeble and old and stuff like that. I don't want to do that. I want to be having fun all the way out the door. So my thing is, my goals are to A, be able to provide for my family and make sure they're comfortable all the way down the line. And then to put myself in a position, I want to start doing some more traveling. We, I used to travel when I was younger and my wife used to travel when I was younger. I want to get back into that. Also, I want a big house. I want a big house. I want about 3,000, 4,000 square feet, you know, and, and, and then I want to, I want to get back to that norm. You know, that, that, that's, that's it. That's it right there. And be comfortable with it. You know, I got vehicles, but I hold whatever, a new vehicle, you know? Um, so with that being said, that's one of the things that I'm dealing with now moving forward, you know, Hey, who knows what's going to happen, but I tell you what, I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to keep pushing and I'm going to keep pushing. All I can do is push. So, I'm looking up from so hold on now. I'm looking to see if anybody is talking to me on this on this uh Facebook Live. If anybody's on the Facebook Live deal. Trying to see what I got going on over here. Let's see here. I got one question here. What is the most what's the biggest form of adversity you've ever you've ever come across and when you were playing football, what was your biggest fear? What was your biggest fear? Well, when I was, let's, let's address one of these. Let's just address the first one. Um, the biggest adversity I've ever overcome. Um, I did get sick one time, had spinal meningitis. Um, but I think the biggest thing I've ever had to overcome, ooh, wow. I mean, I've, I've overcome a lot of different things and I've had some good experiences, some bad experiences and, um, and, you know, just, just trying to, uh, push ahead and, and make sure that I'm doing the right thing. I guess the biggest thing that I've had to overcome was, oh, well, I guess it was my knee injury in college. Uh, when I hurt my knee, um, and I heard, I, then I heard it. I had, well, I had, no, I had, I had toe surgery in college. And then I, when I, when I was in the NFL, I hurt my knee and then I hurt it again. And so those are the biggest things that I've ever had to overcome. Um, what was that other question? Um, when I first started in the NFL, what was, oh, let me go, let me get this right. What was the first, what was the, oh, what, what, what made me fearful? Uh, what was I, what was the biggest nerve wracking moment? I guess I should interpret that as, um, when I went transition from college to the NFL, it was like, you know, it was much faster. Uh, everybody was good. You know, in college, you got a few guys that are really, really good. You got a whole team that's good players, you know, obviously they're playing good games, but you got a few that stand out. And I was one of those guys that stood out. Hence the reason I got to the NFL. When you get to the NFL, everybody's on the same tier. The only thing that's different when you get to the NFL is, Film study. Film study is huge. Um, film study is one of those things where um, 
you have to be on top of it. And you're not only looking at your competition, you're looking at yourself. And, you know, when I set my goal to get to the NFL when I was in, I think I was in middle school, uh, yeah, junior high, I wanted to play in the NFL. I wanted to play wide receiver in the NFL. And you know what? I made it happen. Um, and when I got there, like I said, one of the biggest, one of the things, the biggest thing that I was working on was trying to maintain you know, and, and that's that's a, getting there is one thing. Holding on to it is a whole different thing. There's always competition. There's huge competition, and the pieces move like crazy. Um, oh, I got one other coming in. What was the most? What was the point you had to think outside the box the most? Um, I think is when I was managing. Um. When I was managing, I had a, I was in charge. I worked for an HR solutions company uh, in Hartford, and you know we dealt with companies like Bank of America and a few other companies, you know, larger companies like that. And, and one thing was Cirque du Soleil. We had to get, we, we were uh, had to help them staff their their local uh, manual labor and things like that, and tech labor and stuff. And um, and then we also helped them with their payroll and all this good stuff. Um, so. <clears throat> The big thing where I had to think outside the box there is we had to find a way to recruit. In a two-week time span, we had to find a way to recruit 300 people. So what did I do? I, you know, I went to the, I, I was in a, I was in a large, you know, high-rise building, and I went to the building manager and I said, hey, do you have a large conference room, you know, so or a room that that I can utilize for interviews and recruitment? And when I did that, he said, yeah. And I said, well, what's that going to cost? And he said, you know what? Nobody's using it. You can, you know, you can use it for, you know, three days. Okay, cool. So I was able to get that room. I was able to put out, you know, put out the notifications of people that we needed. I was able to coordinate with the Cirque du Soleil people, and we reached our goal in the allotted time span. So that was that was one time. You know, you got I, I didn't know where I was going to put all these people, where I was going to meet with all these people, because my office was not going to have. My office, I had I had a staff of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight people, and it was it was you know the office just wasn't going to accommodate. My conference room held six people, and interviewing six people at a time, you know, and having them wait, where were they going to wait? They'd be standing out in the hallway, and you know, disrupting traffic in the hallway and things like that. So we were always able to get this large room, sit everybody down, and call everybody up, you know, and get them get, let them fill out their applications, and then interview them and you know, get it, get it going. So that was the one, that was the one place where I had to think outside the box. I had to just you know, figure out why I was going to do that. And when I went to the building manager, I didn't know what he was going to say. Uh, next thing is going to be, is, Hey, we're going to do it outside. <laughs> you know, So, um, you know, we had good weather. Um, so it was, um, you know, that was my biggest, my biggest tax. Um, it's another question coming in. What, what is your, what is your ultimate goal or your ultimate your 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 ultimate goal that you need to, that you're reaching for um like i said before to make sure my family's taken care of to um assist and make sure my girls are in a place where they can take care of themselves and be there for my son in case he has a question answer any questions that i can answer for him and make sure i mean he's he's my son has come into quite the young man. Um, yeah, he's, I'm very proud of him. I'm very proud of my daughters and, and all three of my kids. And 
but I, when my daughters, I want to make sure that they are in a position where they can navigate this world. This world's getting tough, and um, you know that's that's a huge one. Now, how am I doing that? I'm there as an advisor. My girls are, you know, 22 and 20, 22, 22 and 24, um, and so they're adults. I can't tell really tell them what to do anymore. Well, really, I can. Don't you tell them that? But <laughs> kind of can tell them what to do. Um, but my job is to be an advisor to them and make sure that I give them the right information and give them, you know, I try to give them the most simplistic uh, definition of their, you know, whatever their question is that they have. So I want to make sure that I'm there for that. Um, and would I like to leave my legacy of finance or something like that? Yes, I'm working towards that too. So I'm stepping outside the box in a few things, a few different uh, ventures that I'm looking at and trying to work on now. Um, and then working from there. So that's, that's, you know, that's what we're doing there now. Um, let me see if I got anything else coming up here on Facebook since it's not working right. Uh, let me just look at this here. Um, how do you help someone else attain their goals? Well, I, let's see, how do I help someone else? Um, I've pride myself on being a, a, a source of information for people um, and making sure that they challenge themselves as far as that goes and making sure that they are looking to get the best result from whatever they can. Um, I try to keep them, whenever I talk to someone, I'm not telling someone what they need to do. I'll say, look, this is what you might want to do. Um, this is something you might want to explore. Um, the idea is not to give them the answers. The idea is to get people to thinking along those lines where they're thinking outside the box. Hey, try this out. Maybe this will work. You might want to try this. Maybe, maybe if you didn't look at it this way, maybe you want to look at that, you know, that issue this way and then get over that. Hey, you're trying to reach a goal. Well, my main thing, and this is huge with me, you know, and then we talked about, like I just said, you know, a job to me is not really a dream or, or it can be a goal to some people. Yes, it can, but I don't think it's a dream. People say, oh, you got your dream job. Yeah, I mean, I guess some people can have a dream job and, and, and be happy. I mean, if, if, if you have a dream job, I guess it's, you know, if, you're, if, you're, if you don't consider what you're doing work, I guess it's not a job. If you're having fun doing what you're doing, it's not considered work. Um, I know when I played football, it was hard um, when I ran track, it was hard because you you know you have to maintain a certain physicality, you have to push yourself to be the best, but it was still work. It was work. Um, the, the 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 dream point comes afterwards when you can retire and you're physically capable and you're financially stable. So that is, that's that's where the dream comes in. In my in my in my opinion, I could be wrong. Everybody has their own opinion. Trust and believe. And I'm not here to tell anybody how they should think. Just like I said, I don't tell anybody what they need. Um, but that's what I do. I make sure that I try to, when I talk to people, I'm not trying to give you the answers, but I want you to start thinking in a certain way that you can achieve your answers that would come up with and, and, and achieve and, and come up with certain ideas that would be outside the box, that wouldn't be in, inside the status quo. Um, when my daughters were young, I used to tell them, you know, I used to always tell my daughters, uh, you know, you don't ever want to be, you never want to, I'll reward you for an A or a B. Those are above average. 
but I'll never reward you for a C or anything like that. Thankfully, they stayed away from a lot of C's. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I love rewarding them for getting A's and B's because the A's and B's are where it's at and what you're going to get to in this world. Um, I used to hate when I talked to him about it because, you know, dad, you know, they always got something to say about me preaching. Hey, I can talk a little bit. So, <laughs> um, but if you get people to thinking that excellence is the norm, is the norm, um, thinking outside the box is the norm, coming up with these big audacious dreams is the norm. Those are the people that are performing at a different level altogether. You got people, that's where you get people like, um, 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 a lot of these billionaires and stuff like that. Oh man, names ex escape me like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> but you know, you get you you get all these these you know like like all these good people that are that are making billions of dollars and 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 living comfortably and living lavishly. That's where you get all these internet guys I and mean, internet ladies that are doing their things on the internet because they took they stepped outside the norm. Making money on the internet has not always been the norm. Getting being successful on the internet has not always been the norm. Yeah, you can be internet famous, and you're probably you can be making some money on the internet. You can be living well off the internet. Um, that took some dreaming, you know. All this stuff like when I was coming up, man, the internet wasn't around for a while. I mean, the internet didn't really hit. What twenty years ago, maybe? And I'm I'm fifty seven, so the internet hit late. You know, and, and but there are people making millions on the internet, these internet influencers and things like that. Those people are the people that are like, you know, you got these kids that are making TikToks and then you got these kids making these YouTube channels that are famous and they're not, they're, they're, because they're famous, they're making money and they're living the life they want to live. They're not, they're, they're living a dream lifestyle. Let's get away from the dream job. How about a dream lifestyle? And if you have a dream lifestyle, you know, they obviously took their thinking to the next level and they acquired and started saying, hey, I can do this. You know, this is something I want to do. And then, boom, they've reached their goal and they are now on path. And, and, and then it just becomes contagious and it becomes a habit to them, because what do they say? If you take all of a billionaire's money away, they can make it all back in a shorter period of time, because now they've done it. Now they know how to do it. And now their thinking is that I should be doing this, not this. I should not be thinking I gotta go to job and get a nine, go to work and get a nine to five. I could need to go to school and do this and blah, blah, blah. They're following a whole different path. So they're looking at, oh, well, let me just, oh my goodness, I can just, I, I can just, I just copy what I did before, what I was doing before. Just because you took away my wealth doesn't mean you take away my brain and, and what what I can think what I what I my ideas because those ideas again who would have thought you could make an electric car who would have thought you who would have thought you could be you know the internet who would have thought you can make these things these smartphones you know these smartphones are incredible you can live your life you can run your entire household on a phone I remember back in the day when we pick it up off the wall, dial it, and the cord could reach to the living room. So, you know, it's, it's, that, it's that type of thing. Technology 
somebody was thinking outside the box somebody took their thinking to the next level um you know the, the, the different ideas and stuff that we come up with in the world today you know you got led lights next level thinking who could have thought that some scientists were thinking somebody said hey i want to make a light that stays cool and burns forever boom led lights and bright and, and the things shine brighter than anything else on the market today somebody was thinking next level somebody was in a lab thinking about you know hey how can i how can i make this happen this they, they everybody's tried this let me try to go over here and try this let's try something different vaccinations different things medical professions now here's the thing and i'm a strong believer in this i'm a avid believer in medicine is still being practiced and you go to a doctor you go to whatever they say you're going to their practice medicine is an ever-evolving uh tool and with that being said medicine is the ultimate next level thinking so some people you know the the some people will say oh they've already invented a cure for cancer oh they can't cure a headache and all this and this that, and the third. They can't cure the common cold, not a headache, the common cold. Um, but they're well on it. They're doing a lot of things as well to 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 to, to make those things, make it, you know, help us live a better way of life. Back in the day, when you had a fever, they let the fever run its course because the fever is what's fighting whatever was going on in your body. Now they want to quell the fever and attack whatever's going on in your body. I go to my doctor and it's like a space lab in that thing. You know, whenever I go to her, whenever I go to her practice, it's, it's absolutely like, like a space station. It's so high tech and everything, and they can tell everything that, you know, they're, they're, somebody developed something, you look at the lipids in your blood and derive what's going on with you. Somebody derived that, hey, we can look at the cholesterol that's forming in your, in your, in your blood vessels or in your arteries or whatever, and found a way to dissolve that and help you with that and things like that. Back in the day, you know, yeah, the 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 the, the guys walking around with the with the with the liniment, you know, back in them way back in the 1800s, you got guys walking around with liniment. It was corn liquor or whatever they put together, and you know, and and but then it evolved to other things, and some of the, some of the stuff was considered to be barbaric. But things again, these people were thinking outside the box. Then you had medicine has evolved to what it is today. It's almost like at a Star Trek level; they'll scan you over and then scan you and something will work right for you they're very close to that you know i mean i have my doctor I mean, when i had my spinal surgery the doctor was like would you consider an artificial vertebrae i'm sorry what <laughs> you mean you're gonna go and take the vertebrae out of my neck and put a new one in yeah i wasn't really sold on that one yet because my thinking was not next level at that point but it probably could have saved me a lot of a lot of turmoil now, you know. I mean, a lot of taking a lot of issues now. My thinking is is that everything in this world today that you have, think about it. When you when you're going there, and I want, and you know, we're we're gonna we're gonna end up here in a little bit. But I want you to think about, think about, just think about all the things you run across throughout the day. Stoplights, which are all over the place. Just the 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 cars themselves that have to stop at the stoplight. How do stoplights work? How do the cars work? How do planes fly? How do boats? How do these big, the question came up the other day, how do these big heavy cruise ships not sink because they weigh 
several hundred tons. These are things that, uh, you know, we talk about buoyancy and stuff like that. How do these things work? Um, these are all the products of someone taking their thinking to the next level. And what I want you to understand is you can't limit yourself if you want to take your thinking to the next level. You have to open your mind. You have to be open-minded. You have to be willing to accept some help from someone else or an idea from someone else that can help your idea. Always be thinking, this can help me. Or I need to be this audacious about this. I need to be this huge thinking about this. I need to be this ridiculous. Sometimes people think what you're thinking is ridiculous. But don't be afraid to be ridiculous. Because it might end up being the next. They thought the Wright brothers were out of their minds. Now we have planes that fly faster than the speed of sound. Sonic booms and all that good stuff. We have planes that can do some crazy stuff in the air. They call next-gen fighters. Them things can do some crazy. They, they almost can just turn, you know, they just, it's like they're rolling around on, you know, on wheels on the ground. Someone, if they, if, if, if the Wright brothers had said, you know what, we are crazy. What do we, who do we think that we can, you know, we can, uh, we can, we can fly. Birds fly. Men are meant to be on the ground. We don't have wings. But guess what? They didn't let it hold them back. They went ahead and they said, hey, let's do what we do. Then you got, you know, individual Henry Ford, who made it the first manufacturing plant. Well, no, he didn't make it the first manufacturing plant. He was one of the first cars. Um, and then, you know, for our pleasure, hey, we got old Uncle Nearest. Who created a recipe for none other than Jack Daniels? And we all, all of us have had Jack and Coke. If you haven't, you're missing out. <laughs> um, you know, all of us have had some type of cocktail in our life. Most of us, I won't say everybody, because not everybody drinks. Shout out to those people who, who abstain. But all these different cocktails were, were something of somebody thinking outside the box. Some, some, some guy up in the back, backwoods in the Ozarks or out on the plains. Making corn lick out of potatoes, out of, out, of, out of, you know, whatever. And these things have evolved into all these different concoctions. How many, how many, think about how many microbreweries there are around today. Think about that. You know, these are all people that think outside the box now. And I'm going to tell you one thing, one more thing. Each and every business owner is a person that thought outside the box. Each and every person that's a business owner took their thinking to the next level. Each and every person that may that, that decided they wanted to try to make a cocktail or a liquor out of something or you know a beverage or alcoholic beverage out of something, they took their thinking to the next level. Every person that wanted to explore medicine took that thinking to the next level. They didn't let the constraints of what everybody thought hold them back. They decided to go forward with what they thought would be a good idea. And guess what? Nine times out of ten, it probably it turned out to be a good, a good idea. They had to overcome ridicule, overcome, um, you know, people, you know, people laughing at them, people thinking that, oh, you're crazy, uh, people saying you're gonna fail. And I will tell you this much: I will be totally honest with you. The people that are the people that are closest to you are the people that are going to be your biggest critics because they think they know you. And guess what? Nobody knows you like you. 
So don't ever, ever, ever be afraid to take your thinking to the next level and stepping outside the box and doing what you think is the next grandiose thing or starting a business that everybody's saying, you know what, that's going to fail. Well, why is it going to fail? And they're working a nine to five. They haven't taken their thinking to the next level. The, the good thing about this is, is I want next level thinking to become contagious around the world. Well, I, I want to start here in the U.S., yes, but I want it to go around the world. Simply because, simply because if we're all thinking outside the box and taking our thinking to the next level, in some way, shape, or form, the world is being made a better place. And that's what I want. I want this world to be a better place. I, you know, I, I try and try and try as I might. I don't always get it right. And, and the people that are taking their thinking to the next level, it's, it's a trial and error thing. You got to be willing to fail a little bit too, because and and when you fail, you don't want to think of your failure as a stopping point. That's a starting point. Failure is simply a learning point, as well. If you fail, you say, "Okay, that didn't work. We can't know that didn't work. Let's try something else audacious and and ridiculous." And what happens then? You eventually get to the point where your idea or your goal has finally gotten to where you want it to be all right so with that being said folks i'm gonna sign off for today i hope you guys have a great great weekend and a great upcoming two weeks in a couple of weeks i'm gonna have another guest on you're gonna be able to get to pick someone else's brain with regards to um how they got to where they are what it, what what they had to overcome what adversities they ran into um, and this is all to fuel your next level thinking. All right. So again, thank you for joining me today. Those of you that clicked in and logged in a little bit. Thank you for joining me. Um, again, next level thinking 25. It's all about the thinking. All right. Y'all have a great weekend.